welcome to the Find That Thing podcast, where we find that thing that lights your soul on fire, that thing that you were made for in this world and that just drives you from the inside out and brings you to life. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a purpose coach, mama, nature loving, stubbornly optimistic, dorky child at heart. Here you can expect juicy mindset bites, stories, silliness and seriousness and everything in between. One thing I do promise is to make you smile. I'm here to give you permission to own your true purpose, to do what you truly want to do in this world and be the person that you were before the world told you who you should be. Because it's never been so easy than right now to do what makes your soul shine. So let's soak up some of that awesomeness that this world has to offer and help you find that thing that sets your soul on fire and bring it to life. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Find That Thing podcast. I'm laughing because I've had a couple of false starts on this episode and I've had to delete them and then come back to them and then remind myself that I am a deliciously imperfect human and that it is totally okay to not have an absolutely perfect podcast. So I promise you that I'm just going to deliver to you the most (laughs) raw, real podcast and share with you all the things, all the things that come along the way as we talk about the third and final of the, the mini biz series. The mini biz series being all about everything to do with starting your business, getting it off the ground, how to expand your impact how to expand your income and how to expand your inner self because all good things start on the inside first, right? So how to expand your inner self in order to expand that impact and that income seamlessly. And (laughs) the reason that I share with you how I want to be able to be deliciously imperfect on this podcast is because I've actually been inspired to to start a series and I'm, I think it's going to be a monthly series but stay tuned for that which is going to be all about the realities of being a human behind a business all the realities of all the failures all the fuck ups the reality the truth the tears, the tribulations, the fun. And I just want to give you like a real, like a real truth and transparency of behind the scenes, what it looks like to be a mama in biz and what it looks like just to be a human in business with, gosh, all the things that are out there, all the the social media accounts, you know, the followers, the people who are who are hitting their goals, the people who are not. And the fact that we so often, gosh, like, you know, 99% of Instagram accounts and Facebook and photos and everything like that, you're mainly only ever hearing about people's successes and all the things that are going right. 
And I don't know about you, but I tend to find that the accounts that I feel the strongest connections with and the accounts that I, or any, sorry, even just the people that I buy into the most and that I follow with loyalty are the ones who tell me about everything. They're the ones that tell me about all the, all the times that things didn't go right, that they didn't meet their goals, the times that they felt like giving up, the times that they felt like failing or that they felt like they had failed rather. And I want to contribute to that discussion because if there's one thing that I know to be true, it's that it's those stories that motivate me to keep going. It's those stories that build a sense of resilience within me that you don't have to get it all right the first time. It's those stories that really inspire me to realize that it's okay to fuck up, that it's okay to be imperfect, that it's okay to just give it a crack because you really want to give it a crack and it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to get it right every single time and that's why I'm really excited to be able to start this this new little series. I think I'm going to call it the Deliciously Imperfect Human Hour. Whether, whether I speak for an hour or not, I'll, um, I'll let you know about that one. <laughs> but let me know if this is something of interest to you, whether you would like to hear about all the behind the scenes in the Campbell, the Campbell household, because, oh gosh, there is, there is a lot of interesting things that happen in this household. Oh, I'm just um, I'm just skipping in my mind to just lots of naked um, child humans running around uh, with no no pants on, trying potty training, and just little bits of poo everywhere, just all over the bathroom, and not knowing where the nappy is, and then coming back from the beach and the house just being covered in sand. <laughs> And this is, this is just probably the last couple of hours. So stay tuned for that if you're, if you're into sand and poo. <laughs> anyway, let's get back on to uh, why we started this podcast today. And yeah, this is the, the third and final of the Mini Biz series. And today we're answering three more questions. The first one is how to sell authentically and from a place of soul without selling your soul. How to attract your dream clients and extend your reach. And my third and final very interesting one, how to manage the juggle of biz and life as a busy mama. And I hope you know me well enough by now to know that I will give you the truth and the honest, the honest answer on, on this question. And I really look forward to answering that one for you. So let's get started. The first question, how to sell authentically from a place of soul without selling your soul. Gosh, I, you know what? I actually love answering this question because I remember it was a real mindset flip for me when I got to understand how how you can actually see selling in a different way. And before I flipped my mindset on this concept of selling, 
if you even threw the word selling at me that I would have to go and do some selling, I would like feel my whole body just bloody contract and I would definitely feel fear and anxiety and just think, oh my God, I don't want to do that. Like that just sounds like icky and gross. Like, and I would just want to completely avoid that thing that I was being asked to sell or that I thought that I had to sell. Since shifting my mindset, it is now not something that I'm fearful of at all. And it's actually something that I really look forward to because I've been able to understand one, what selling actually is, and two, made the process something that can be really, really enjoyable. And I'm going to share with you how I managed to do that. So if you've got a pen and paper or if you've got the notes section on your phone, get ready for my three top tips on how to to switch your mindset and how to sell authentically from a beautiful place of ease and heart and soul. The first one is to create an offer that you're absolutely obsessed with. So this is a really, really important point because if you're anything like me, so if you're a bit of a a bit of a heart-driven person, if you're a bit of an empath, if you're a bit of a sensitive soul, if you've got if you like really care about the world and you feel like you're a really caring, empathetic person, I know that this one will be particularly important for you. You need to know that what you're selling is just so, so needed and a really, really important thing for the world. You need to truly believe in the product or the service that you are selling first. If you're in a heart-driven, emotional, sensitive type in any way or form, like if you've got a big heart, you won't be able to sell something that you don't believe in. So this is the first step is to create an offer that you believe in so hard that you're absolutely obsessed with and that you know truly, truly, truly solves a problem that some human out there would really, really benefit from. So if you know that there's a human out there that might be struggling in some way, that's really stuck in some way, and that you have a solution to help them, this is what your offer is. This is what your product's all about. And if you know that your product can solve that, then it will be really, really easy for you to share that offer knowing that your product really helps that particular person. So that's the first thing is to create an offer that you just absolutely bloody adore and that just can't you just can't stop talking about it because you just believe in it so hard. Number 2 is to shift your mindset on what the hell selling even is. So when you think about selling, when I throw the word sales at you, what do you think of? What's the first sort of feeling or the first idea or the first image or picture that sort of comes to mind? If you're anything like 99% of the population, when you hear the word sales, you'll probably think of like a sleazy, pushy, uh, like 
car salesman or like someone like cold calling on the phone and like really trying to just be like sleazy and um and pushy and forceful you know that like old stereo stereotype of the car salesman on Matilda that's just like ugh, like a bit icky that is the idea or the the stereotype that a lot of us grew up with of this idea of selling and it's become so wedged in our minds that it's really unconscious for us we don't even realize that that's that's the image that we think of when we think of selling and if that's the image that we think of then of course we don't want to be like that image so we're going to avoid selling right so first of all is bringing awareness to what the hell you even think selling is in the first place and the second step to this to this part around mindset mindset is to create your own definition create your own definition of selling so what what is selling really what is selling really selling is just simply the process of sharing a solution that you have with someone that could benefit from that solution selling is simply sharing an offer sharing a solution that you know someone could really benefit so there's the problem and then there's the solution and essentially you're just the middleman between the two or the middle woman so you're just helping connect the dots between the person who has got a problem who has a need and you have a solution that you really believe in or an offer that you really believe in and you're just helping connect the dots for the person and here's the thing what would happen if you didn't share that offer with that person who really needs it what would happen they would never get to know about this particular solution right I mean apart from if someone else shares it with them so you not sharing the offer with this person is actually doing them a disservice because they never get to hear about it and if they don't know about the offer then they might not ever have the opportunity to change so you not sharing the offer with a person who who could really benefit from it might mean that that person never has the opportunity to solve that problem that you created the offer for in the first place so that's the second piece is shifting your mindset around what selling is so selling is actually helping or potentially helping a person selling is just sharing a potential solution with someone that might benefit tip number three get out of your head <laughs> number three is get out of your head if you're feeling a little bit of fear and anxiety about selling there's a good chance that you've got your focus pointed inwards towards yourself you're probably shining your spotlight your little spotlight that's in your mind everyone's got one it's your spotlight of focus you're probably shining that inwards towards yourself and making it all about yourself so the more that you can get out of your head 
and turn that little focus spotlight around towards the person that you're there to serve, that you're there to help, the quicker that that fear and that anxiety is going to dissipate. So me personally, when I have discovery calls with potential clients, that whole conversation, or at least 80% of that, is about them. It's all about them. I'm asking them questions to understand what's actually going on for them. And I mean, this is this is quite a natural part of my personality. I'm, I'm a very curious individual and I love to understand people and like really get to the heart of like what's going on for people and what they really, really want. So this piece is really quite, I guess, natural to me and I'm sure that it can be really natural to you. If you're shifting that spotlight from yourself outwards towards the person that you want to help and you start hearing about what's actually going on for them, you will find yourself naturally wanting to share a solution to a need or a problem that they have in their life. And it won't be about you, it'll be about you helping them, you serving them. I trust that that makes sense. I hope that that makes sense. So they're my three top tips for how to sell authentically and from soul. The the first one is create an offer that you're absolutely obsessed with. Number two is shifting your mindset about your own definition of selling. And number three is get out of your head. Make it all about them because it is about them. Tip number or um, question number two, how to attract, attract dream clients and extend your reach? Oh, what a good one. So the first thing that I want to say is in terms of how to attract dream clients and extend your reach, the first thing is you need to know who your dream client is. Sounds a bit common sense, right? But a lot of us don't actually know our dream client at the level that we need to. So we know some of the surface level things like maybe about their demographics or their lifestyle or whatever, but that's only 20% of the puzzle. The most important part of any human is what's underneath the iceberg, the human iceberg. So if you only know what that tip of the iceberg is, the bit that is shown above the water, then you only know 20% of that human. So what we want to know is what's actually going on underneath the iceberg. And in order to find out what is going on underneath the iceberg of your human, I've actually created a free downloadable worksheet of the top questions that help you get into the heart, the mind, and the soul, and the deep drivers and needs of your human, so you can feel like you are truly connected to that human. I'm gonna pop the link in the show notes below, and then it's also available on findthatthing.com.au as a freebie download on my website, and it's called Find My Dream Client. So the, some of the questions on this worksheet, I'll, I'll go through them with you right now, but don't feel like you have to write them all down. If you miss a couple, 
you can you can download the worksheet so the first question is what is your dream clients beliefs what do they believe about the world like what is most important to them in the world and what annoys them what bloody pisses your dream client off what keeps them up at night what are the things that they're just like rolling around in their sleep about what do they do every day like what are their habits what are their interests what's their like general lifestyle where are they hanging out where do they spend their time both online and offline what do they dream about what does your dream client dream about? Like, what do they just hope and dream and wish that's going to happen for them one day, whether it's about travel or whether it's about career or life? What are their fears? What are they most scared of in the world? And what wounds do they hold from the past? What are some of the things that still eat away at them and hold them back? And that stop them from moving forward in the way that they want? What are those limiting beliefs that they hold? And what are they most proud of in the light in their life? Like what are the things that just, you know, fill their heart with joy and pride and that make them smile when they think of them? And finally, what needs are they trying to fulfill? Like what truly drives them? You know, is it to grow? Is it to achieve? Is it to give back? Is it to make money? Is it to create a sense of security and safety in their life? Because if you can understand the deep driving heart, mind and soul elements of your dream client, you will feel so truly innately connected to this human that it'll be almost impossible for you to not call that person in because tip number two is creating consistent epic value for your particular client and talking to this human so give this human this dream client a name or a persona something that helps you anchor into that person and when you create content Pretend that that person is on the other end of that content, that you're just talking to that one individual person alone. And you will find that you'll write the most powerful content in the world and that you won't just talk to that one person. You'll talk to so many people and all of those people who see your content will feel like you're just talking to them alone. So make it so personal Make it so individual and just talk to your one person once you've got real clarity on who that one person is. My third tip is around, I guess, the dynamics of and the logistics of social media. And I'm going to focus on Instagram the most here, but pretty much all the platforms follow a pretty similar algorithm. And that algorithm is one that rewards and supports accounts and posts that provide value and nourish relationships. 
So if you can remember two things, value relationships, value and relationships. So the more that you can provide value and the more that you can be shown to be creating relationships, and I'll show you how to do this, the more that Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever it is, the more that they will support and reward and share your content organically through to other social media accounts. So first tip, this one might sound a bit obvious, create posts with amazing value. Think of who your dream client is. Think of what their pain, po- their pain points are and what problems are going on in their life or their business or their career that you might want to solve and create epic, ridiculous value that helps solve those problems. Tip number two, create meaningful relationships and meaningful connections with people on Instagram or on other social media posts. And you can do this through encouraging engagement on your posts. So you can ask a question or you can um, create some sort of activity or some sort of exercise on your post that encourages people to, to post below and to actually engage in the comment section because the more comments that quickly pop up on a post once you've posted it, the quicker that that occurs and the more that there are, the more that Instagram sees that as like a post of value and so it'll share that post with more accounts. So they're my top three tips for how to attract dream clients and extend your reach and that's one, know your dream client Two, create consistent, epic value for your dream client. And three, encourage engagement on your posts as a way to be able to maximize the likelihood of that post being shared widely throughout a greater network. And if I can chuck one extra little bonus tip on the end there, and that's to encourage lots of conversations in the DMs. And when I say DM, that's just a little messenger function within Instagram. And that's where I personally like to hang out. That's my favorite place. I I like connecting with people individually and on a personal level. I like to hear what's going on for them. And it really makes me feel truly connected to the people that I am serving and that I'm helping. So if you're just starting out, and you're trying to navigate Instagram and how it all works, I encourage you to have a look at your ideal client's stories, you know, see what's going on for them, what they're up to. If you feel called and if you feel in, feel inspired to connect with them, just hit reply on their stories and, you know, introduce yourself, see if they're keen to have a chat and, you know, make it your aim just to learn about them and literally just to create a connection because you never know what's going to happen in the future 
And me personally, in terms of how I'm wired, that that just makes it really fun and fulfilling. And they are generally my two criteria for whether I do something ever is whether it's fun and fulfilling. So as long as it's feeling good, fun and fulfilling for you, then I have no doubt that it will automatically be creating an extra set of reach for you and your your community online. So I have answered two questions now, how to sell authentically from soul, how to attract your dream clients and extend your reach. And the third one is all about how to manage and juggle biz and life as a busy mama. So to answer this one really quickly and easily for you, giving a bit of a spoiler alert right here. I don't. <laughs> I I don't. I don't really feel like I juggle work and kids and life all that well. And that's why I actually wanted to record this podcast episode because I get thrown this question a lot and I feel like I just want to give you the reality. And that is that it's messy. It's oh, it's tough. It changes every day. Some days I have really great days of just feeling like my boundaries are so beautifully clear and that I get the perfect amount of work done. And then other days I've got kids banging on the door or I'm running out the door with one boot on and one boot in my bag, forgotten my lunch and I'm yelling out the window to Oscar, I love you, I love you, bye, bye. And all I want to do is get out the door because I'm running late. Uh, And I just wanted to paint like a real clear picture of what it looks like. And it is messy and it is so deliciously human. And that's what I wanted to come back to. And if you are a mama starting a business or, um, you know, in the middle of getting started with the business or thinking about it and wondering how the hell does anyone do it? First of all, I want to say that I don't know if anyone does. Um, I think we all just do our best. And that's essentially what I wanted this answer to be about is permission to forgive yourself, permission to not have it all right. Because in all honesty, sometimes when I'm with my kids, I am on my phone Sometimes I am distracted. Sometimes I am thinking about work. Sometimes I pick up my phone and I don't even realize that I have. And then I look at my phone and I know I picked it up for a purpose. And then I pick it up and I think, what the hell did I pick it up for? And I've just spent five minutes looking at bloody Instagram or checking my email or checking WhatsApp. And then, you know, five minutes later, you remember the real reason that you went to look at your phone and you're like, bloody hell, what the hell just happened? And yeah, sometimes I'm not present. Sometimes I'm distracted, but not look, not all the time. And I really, I really try to do my best when I'm with them. And I know, and I know that that just has to be enough, right? And I know that I'm I'm still going to be figuring it out. I'm probably going to be figuring it out for the rest of my life. And the three, the three or four tips that I want to give you on this, if you are a busy mama getting started in the trenches of trying to bloody juggle, juggle work and kids and all the things in between, the one top tip is to accept, accept that you are deliciously human and that it's okay to fuck up. 
and that it's okay to not get it right. It's okay to not be perfect all the time and to know that, yes, you probably are going to stuff it up and that's totally okay. It's totally okay to not have it right all the time and to accept that exactly what you're doing is enough. Tip number two is to forgive yourself. To forgive yourself for not having it right all the time. Because if you're anything like me and probably a lot of other mamas in business who might be high achievers, trying to be the best that they possibly can, it's that you've probably got pretty high standards for yourself and that you really want to do a good job that you really want to get it right, that you really want to be a great mum, that you really want to be a good coach or a good consultant or a good creative, a good online business person. You probably want to do the best job that you can, but you're not going to get it right all the time. And this tip number two is about forgiving yourself. Forgiving yourself because you are human and you're going to learn a beautiful lesson when the time is right and that that is enough for now. Number three is to do your best and to know that your best is enough. Your best is enough. As long as you are acting from a place of love and trying to do your best, you just got to know that that is enough. You can't do it all. You can't have it all right all the time. And society and the world and social media and our upbringing and our programming and all of that stuff that we've grown up with has set some pretty high expectations of what is required or what is expected of a mama particularly if you're a mama in business, trying to do all the different things. And it's pretty much absolutely impossible to be able to reach all of the expectations that every single person has out there for you. So really all you can ever do is come back to acting from love, doing your best and knowing that that is enough. The final step after you've accepted where you're at, you've forgiven yourself, you've known that you're doing your best and you're acting from love. The fourth one is to make changes, but only baby, baby, baby little changes, tiny little changes at a time. If you feel like changes need to be made, start small. Focus on that one tiny little thing, the simple, easy baby step that you can take right now to change one thing that might reduce your overwhelm, reduce your load, make things a little bit more simple and easy for yourself because it gets to be simple, right? It gets to be easy. It doesn't have to be complicated. It gets to be fun. It gets to be simple and it gets to be easy. 
if there's one little tip that I know works really well for me, (laughs) if you're feeling like you've got mental overload or overwhelm or just so much on your mind or on your plate and there's too much in your brain, my top tip is to get a second brain. (laughs) You're wondering what the hell I mean by this? I mean, get a system, get something that you can download all your thoughts onto and that basically becomes a second brain for yourself so that you don't have to hold it in your brain yourself. I personally use the Reminders app and Asana. Asana is like a free project task management tool and it's like so beautiful and so easy and so awesome to use. So that would be my tip to really help with that. That's probably a bit bigger than a baby step, but maybe your baby step is just to log in, see if it works for you, see if it see if it calls out to you and if you want to be able to use it. The other one with that is get help and get support where you can because being a busy mama in business can be a lot and don't be afraid to accept help or to ask for help. You do deserve it. And I think the one thing that I want to say is, God, the mama guilts can be bloody epic. The mama guilts can be so tough feeling like you've got to do it all, that you've got to be it all. And if you're not doing it all and being it all and being the perfect mum and doing all the things, the mama guilt can kick in like crazy. And so I just want to give you permission to say it's okay to do what you love. It's okay to build the business that you want to start. It's okay to do the thing that gives you purpose beyond just your kids it's okay to do the thing that makes you feel like you that makes you feel strong and confident it's okay it doesn't make you a bad mum if anything it probably makes you a better mum because if you're doing things for yourself you'll be able to show up with your kids with all of you because you know that you've done something for you as well as then be able to show up for your kids. So if it's feeling right, if it's feeling like something that you know you need to do for yourself in order to feel like you, then I would invite you to take the first step. And I know that's been a big lesson for me the last few months is recognizing that I do get so much purpose and so much energy and so much drive And so much a feeling of being myself from my business. So I know that it's, it's something that I, I don't think I can ever fully let go of because it's, it's something that is a part of me and something that, that gives me a real sense of meaning and purpose beyond just being a mama if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. So that's the last of my my three big questions that I've answered there for you. I hope they were really, really helpful. I had such a good time answering them for you. And out of that, I want to let you know that over the month of May only, I'm going to be opening up 
a few calls to be able to chat with any of you out there who are feeling feeling the call to get started or feeling the call to really take your business to the next level. They're free calls. There's no obligation to take it any further. And it's an opportunity for us to chat about your business, see and hear what plans you've got moving forward, see if we're a good fit. And if you know that you're ready to really give your business a good kickstart, then I would love to hear from you. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes below. Please jump in there quickly because I've only got a very limited amount of spots because I only have a limited amount of time that I'm able to be present in my business at the moment. So if you're feeling the call, jump in there quickly. I can't wait to hear from you. And until then, have an amazing day.